Welcome to Wander Mode, a podcast that wanders through topics such as entrepreneurship, traveling, and mamahood. As a teacher turned entrepreneur and a mama to one, I am sharing my tips and tricks to maintain harmony in a multifaceted life. Let's wander. I am your host, Julie Thomas, and today's episode is about structuring the day-to-day. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. A quote by John C. Maxwell, a New York Times bestselling author, coach, and famous leadership expert. For most of us, Our jobs or roles set a precedent for our daily routines. Our jobs determine the time we wake in order to get to work on time. They decide when we can leave at the end of the day, which impacts when we can pick up the kids from daycare, which sets our dinner time, etc. An employer sets time off for vacation or sick days, and we plan holidays and free time around those times. For some, family planning revolves around maternity, paternity, family leave given by an employer. We live and breathe by time. In many ways, an entity setting parameters for our days takes the pressure off of us to decide how to fill our days. Life has a predictability in a set routine, and that is definitely reassuring, For the entirety of my teaching career, my daily routine was predictable. I woke up at 5.30 to get dressed, eat, and then I prepared food for M for daycare. I would then wake M up at 6.30 to get her dressed and in the car. And at 6.45, we would leave the house and we would drive to daycare. 7.15 would roll around, I would drop her off at daycare, and then I would attempt to be at work by 7.30. My teaching day started with kids at 7.55, and the school day ended at 2.50. And I usually graded after school and then ensured that I was ready to go for the next day, but I promptly headed out from school to daycare to pick him up and then sometimes the dog from her daycare as well. Dinner at our house is usually around 5.30, And we would spend quality time with M after, and then kiddo's bedtime routine started usually at around 7 o'clock. After she was down at 7.30, it was time to kind of get the house sorted and then work on our small business side hustle until bedtime. And really, when I think about it, my routine was a well-oiled machine, but making it happen on time carried an intensity to it. There was very little room for error, and if something threw one thing off balance, everything became pretty wonky. Let's use the example of M being a typical toddler and not wanting to get dressed in the morning. That might mean that we get out the door 15 minutes late, which puts me to school 15 minutes late, which means that I'm starting my day with students standing at my door and feeling incredibly guilty that I wasn't there for them on time. Or let's just say an event transpired after school, which then delayed me picking up M. Then we didn't get as much quality time together in the evening. And sometimes that meant that she would make a bigger fuss about going down to bed on time. 
and it's justifiable. We all need our time to connect with the people that we love. And when that time is cut short, then we do what we need to do to delay that time getting cut short. Despite some of the challenges of my routine, life was predictable and I actually really thrived in this structured environment. Becoming an entrepreneur full-time meant that I now needed to design a new daily structure as I knew that I would for sure falter if I didn't have one. The inspiration for my daily routine started with Jenna Kutcher of the Gold Digger podcast. Episode 662 was about a day in her current life as it related to work and kids and health and a lot more. The thoughts that she shared around starting her day with journaling and then chunking her time throughout the day really helped me set the course for what I wanted my days to look like. In leaving teaching, I knew that I really wanted to prioritize self-care. It is something that I had been terrible about over the last year, maybe longer, depending on who you ask. If you ask my bestie, she would say longer for sure. Depleted reserves were just not allowing me to show up each day in the way that I desired. Therefore, prioritizing journaling and exercise was definitely top of list as I thought about my daily routine. Journaling occurs between 8.30 and 9.00. I listen to calming music, and sometimes I'm writing really focused prompts that are kind of setting my intention for the week, or other times it might be more of an open-ended journal, basically just dumping my thoughts out onto paper. I usually eat breakfast simultaneously, and I take some time to work into my day mentally. That chunking of time that I referenced helped me look at my days as time sections rather than the number of hours that I needed to be spending on tasks, because obviously there is a lot of variability in how many hours I need to commit to certain tasks each day. So for example... I don't dive into email in the first section of my day post-journaling. That would send me on too many random roads based on what others need from me. So instead, I use this chunk of time for my most creative work. It is when I write scripts or blog posts, design social media posts, and create things for Wonderful Rentals, which is our short-term rental business. I am a morning person, so I use the time to produce content when I am the most energetic. This chunk of time typically goes until the lunch hour, you know, 11.30, 11.45, somewhere in there. And then over the lunch hour, I have been taking the time to get out and walk. I'm actually training for a marathon in September, and I am definitely not where I would like to be as far as my training goals go, but I'm getting out there and walking. So walking provides a movement break during the day, and it encourages me to kind of unwind mentally by listening to music or a fun book or a fun podcast, anything that doesn't keep my brain in that thought mode. I avoid making my walks and the things that I'm listening to be about additional quote-unquote learning time. So I do not listen to inspirational or business-based podcasts during that time. Instead, I use time in the car in the mornings to listen to what I guess I'll call educational content or content that may help me with 
my business or my current situation. After lunch, I focus on checking emails or responding to guests of wonderful rentals. I save this time for structured tasks like updating schedules for my cleaners, posting content, and editing recorded podcasts. The afternoons have really been the perfect place for these tasks because they require automated versus spirited energy. Automated energy being energy that I can do with very little thought or learning required and spirited energy being energy that I kind of need to conjure up or like really hone into. Around 3.30 or 4, I transition to addressing household needs. So laundry, dishes, tidying up, organizing, Rather than letting these things accumulate, which is what we used to do until they forced us to manage them, I am attempting to stay on top of them while they are manageable little bits. Ben picks up the kiddo and the dog, if applicable, during this time frame so that it kind of clears the house of any distractions. I found that the daily tackling of these bits keeps me more mentally present with M when she gets home from daycare. I'm not as distracted by the constant mom to-do list that's running around in my brain. And that quality time that I now have with her is really a gift. Setting this routine also means that I now have time to do what I want in the evenings after she is down for bed. Holy buckets. What? What did she just say? (laughs) Yes. Let me repeat. I have time to do what I want. I could work on a trip video. I could surf Instagram. I could watch those time sucker reels on Facebook. We all know those. And how easy it is to keep scrolling and scrolling and swiping and swiping. I could binge watch a show. I could talk with hubby. Sometimes this routine ebbs and flows, depending on whether we decide to head out on the boat or we're traveling, but this new structure has filled my cup through productivity, self-care, and free time. That is my reward. That is my why. As you have listened to me sharing this journey to a new day-to-day structure, I am sure that you have pondered your own. So where are you on this journey right now? You may have found a daily routine that serves you well, but suppose you find yourself seeking an improvement in your routine. You may need more structure. You may need less structure. In that case, I highly suggest going and listening to episode 22 of the Time for What Matters podcast. Catherine Lee interviews Amy Olson. Amy Olson, I've referenced her before, is the founder of Life Done Simply. Amy is a productivity and organizing coach, and she provides some context in this podcast for how we form habits and what we can do to build habits that serve us effectively. Amy describes habits as a three-step loop, a cue, a routine, and a reward. She explains that a cue is the trigger that tells our brain what to do automatically. Our routines can be physical, mental, or emotional, and the reward we receive makes the habit worth remembering and repeating. If 45% of our day, as Amy said, is determined by habits, 
we had better ensure that our habits are effective. And in this episode, she provides practical steps in setting positive feedback loop habits. Definitely check it out. You don't have to leave a job that structures your day in order to gain control over your time. Upon reflection, there are so many changes that I would have made to my daily habits before and after school that would have allowed my time to serve me more effectively, but I didn't have great habits set in place. I could have let go of some of the control and utilized my partner in life differently to carry out some of the daily tasks. I could have prioritized short-term over long-term tasks in order to open up time for myself in the evening and shifted some of those to-dos to another day. But hindsight provides us with a clarity that just doesn't exist in the moments of the past. Returning to Maxwell's quote, you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. I change the things I do daily, and I'm changing my life. What will you do to change yours? If you wandered to this point in the episode, thank you for listening to the Wander Mode podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Wander Mode Co. Reach me by email at julie at wandermode.co. Until next time, wander on.